Hello and welcome to 110 Yards. I'm Coach Aaron Page, the Canadian coaching American football in Denmark. Uh, back with me today is Kevin Wamba, um, the recent champion with uh, in the ALF with the Frankfurt Galaxy. How you doing, Kevin? Come on, Sava. Sava, 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 Sava. I'm good. I'm really new, bro. Good, man. You know, it's crazy. So I've been taking Danish lessons here uh, since February and doing very well. I can understand most things and uh, stuff like that. But I found um, my French is I still understand it, but like yeah. trying to speak it, juggling English, now Danish and French, like I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard when you don't practice it like pretty much every yeah. day, I can say for every language. It's true. Like I, there's a French guy in the, the language school with me um, and I'm helping him sometimes. But when I go to speak French, it's like a mix of Danish and French because my brain is just. You know. <laughs> <laughs> languages, that must be something else. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, um, I guess the big thing to start with is ELF champion. How does that feel? And, you know, it feels, uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it feels damn good. I can imagine. Um, the guy uh, I'm staying with, Mikko Bo, he's uh, first down photo, and he actually traveled down to the game um, yeah. and got to be there as a photographer. And he just said the atmosphere was was wild. Um, what was it like walking into that stadium full of all those fans? And well, it was crazy because uh, you know, with um, with some of the guys on the team, I was we were talking about the um, like who played in a, in a big stage like during his career and uh, there was there weren't a lot actually <laughs> that was the first thing that came in mind because i remember me uh if i don't if i remember uh, you know rocklo the painters yeah. we played the, the world games final in their stadium right and i remember that game was uh, practically full like he was it was a full game and they could receive, there were like, I think more than 20,000 people. So there were more people that they were, I think at the championship game, but the difference was that the stadium wasn't closed. So, which means that you don't feel the proximity with the fans and the difference like at the LF championship, that was the case. So like the fans were very close and the stadium was just like, that was just amazing. It was, it's pretty much like, I'm not going to say dream come true, but having this game, uh, national television, like uh, national on national television, uh, you also have the people on stream and you also have like people all over Europe came to the game to watch it. And pretty much it was basically full, except at the round of the stadium. And yeah. in zone, like in the standing zone, but besides that, the other, everything like was was packed. There was people all over the place. So that was that was good. I mean, felt like I'm not gonna say NFL type of game. I mean, yeah, NFL type of game. I guess like the atmosphere and everything. That was very good. Yeah, I I was excited watching like the league all year. You know, everyone was always like curious, like what's the ELF gonna be like, and. I think too, like seeing that it was kind of like with Corona just ending, everyone wanted to get out and do something again. So I think that helped get people out to the game and, you know, it was high caliber football all year. I, I paid for some of the 
uh, or was with people that paid for some of the streams to watch the games. And I was impressed with the level of play. And I mean, knowing you, when I heard you got signed with Frankfurt, I was excited because like, it's always fun when you know somebody out there on the field. So every time I saw you out there, I was spy camming uh, yeah. Kevin, like, let me see what he's doing on this play, you know? And <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, the, the, to be honest with you, like, I know a lot of people were, were not happy with that league because of what could come at the end of it. But at the end of the day, I mean, I think that's what we need in Europe. Like to have a, to have a major league. I could. I don't know if people consider this as a major league, but I think that's the goal. So that yeah. this league could be a major, and that you know we can have a big plat, a bigger platform to have the American football map on Europe because it's good to have the other leagues. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. That's not gonna change it. I mean, in it should not change to be honest with you, but have a major league like this, that could be like a game changer for the future, especially for the young players. Yeah, I, I agree. It's something they can set their sights on. You know, obviously they can go to college in, in the U.S. Or C, and with the CFL global, you know, spot, yeah. that, that's really exciting for guys over here because they're kind of guaranteed at least one roster spot for a European player. Mm -hmm. But I also think what you're saying about the other leagues part of me was thinking like there's been teams in Germany uh, in Austria and other countries that dominate year after year after year. And now, you know, as we've seen the teams in Austria joining up, I think that lets the domestic league sort of catch up and, and even the playing field now for better competition and better development for the guys in, in each, in each country. Right. Um, exactly. And those other teams wanted a challenge too. And, you know, I think it's a good thing uh, for football in Europe. Some people yeah. may disagree, but that's everybody my should see this as a win-win because, for me, I always say to people: imagine now you have the ELF, but now the other leagues could be, um, you know, a chance for younger players to go over there and play because they could use this as um, how can I say that as a trampoline to after go to the ELF because. If the ELF uh, becomes the major league that it, should, that it should be, which means the other leagues will be more like a uh, development league. I mm -hmm. don't know if I can say that, development league, so that you can have younger, younger players who didn't get a shot before in those leagues, but now they could go over there and play. And imagine if you're a player going to Canada and you don't make it like Canada or USA and you don't make it to the bigger leagues, at least when you come back to uh, to Europe, you know that you have the major league, the ELF, and you also have the other leagues. Like that, it shouldn't be as negative as people think. To be yeah. honest with you, it's just that people need to put their their pride on the side and see how they could make things work so that football in Europe doesn't doesn't end up dead. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we could still make this work. It's just that we all know the problem is going to be money for certain people. That's it. But yeah. at the end of the day, we want this to work and that football becomes better. And I think that's a, that's a big way for football to be, to be better. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, doing your, if you look at the history, anytime people have tried to make sort of these major leagues in the past, it, it hasn't worked out, but you know, now that it's happening and, and it had a, 
great successful season despite Corona and despite all that stuff. I think people are now under like seeing that, okay, this can be a thing for, and like you said, spreading it out over multiple countries. It, and it brings people together. You got team in Barcelona. Now you got team in Turkey now in the league. Yeah. Now like experience those different cities too is like uh, probably a cool feeling. Mm -hmm. It is. I mean, just like you said, and that was despite Corona, that was a great year for the ELF. So imagine without Corona, what it's going to be. I know. You know? And, and the thing is, is that is, um, is handled by European people, not people outside. Now that's the big difference too, is that European people are getting, are, are putting, are putting this forward. It's not like the Americans are putting this forward. It's like European people are taking care of it. And even the, even for the players, like if you watch it um, in the league, yes, we have the American players who are still dominant, but you also have the European players who are showing off their skills, like the French people. Uh, the French people, I'm thinking as well about the, Sp the Spanish tight end from Hamburg. Uh, who else? Um, yeah, you have many, many, many players for real, and people need to understand. Even the quarterback from uh, from Cologne, like yeah. that guy too, like local guy, is the now the franchise quarterback of his team. I mean, that's amazing. I think that's great. So, I think it will just get better for European people and American players who wants to play now in a higher level could have a league, or they uh, they could be in this league too. But the good thing is for European people is that American people are very, um, it's very limited for them because you don't have now, you cannot have that double passport thing. Like if you do a passport, like you'd be considered American if you played like in high school, if I don't, if I remember correctly. Okay, that, so, that's, a, that's a good thing because a lot of teams, sometimes uh, the more money teams in, in Germany, they like to take advantage of that quite a bit. Exactly. But now, if I'm not mistaken, that's why I prefer to be precise. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, you would be considered as a as an American if you played high school in the U.S. So I mean, that doesn't leave a lot of option for people. Yeah, <laughs> true. And actually, there was a guy, a uh, Danish dude. He was playing center for you guys, I think, or O line. Yeah, yucca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, hey, are you a little bit jealous? He got to come back, and then he wins a Mermaid Bowl with the Copenhagen Towers. So he kind of doubled oh, yeah, this I year. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yucca, yucca is my guy. Yucca is very, very, very fun guy. But when he's on the field, he's just like, he's just a big dog, and yeah. I really appreciate that about him. Like for real. Yeah. <laughs> And it's funny as hell. <laughs> Good, man. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm enjoying it here in Denmark. The people here are great. And uh, so um, also, okay, so kind of backtrack a bit. How did you get the opportunity to go to Frankfurt? Because I know uh, the previous year you were in Ingolstadt and Potsdam. Um, yeah. And so how did this opportunity come up? And like I said, I was glad when I saw they signed you. I was like, oh, that's my guy, Kevin, you know. <laughs> So uh, how did it came up? Uh, so after my year in Potsdam, uh, I was in a talk with uh, Coach K, not about the ELF, but uh, with the previous team where it was before. And uh, we were talking, but things didn't happen because of Corona, we got here. And then around um, December, December, I think 2020, 
got back in contact, uh, was asking if I was still planning to play. And I told him yes, talked about it and uh, talked to me about the, the project of the ELF. And uh, came back to me maybe a few months later after everything was settled and uh, short and signed up with them. I, but I knew that on the team that would be uh, one of my best friends, uh, Anthony Mahungu. Uh, also, some former teammates of mine um, from Potsdam, Gena and uh, Yannick, uh, Yannick Kiel. And uh, also some other players that I know from playing against them, like in national team or in the Euro Bowl, stuff like that. So that was, um, that's how it happened. And to be honest with you, uh, my mind was pretty much made up because uh, I want it was I wanted to, I wanted it to be my last year, but if that was my last year, I was like I want to play with my with my friends. So it happened, and I made more friends, more brothers, and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. And uh, you know, going from a GFL team, uh, the caliber practice caliber is fairly high. Um, how did it compare? You know, with the ELF level, was it still like how many times a week did you guys practice and you know, how was the coaching compared? Like I, you know, I'm not saying one would be maybe worse, but was there a little more professionalism in the LF or was it uh, around the same? Would you say? So I would say in my opinion, I would say it was a little bit professional because we had, uh, we had coaches for every position. So, which means that uh, every players was taken care of. And um, yeah, and we practiced like three times a week. Yeah, three times a week. So it was it was a little bit different, but I was used to practice three times a week because back in France with my former team, uh, we practiced like three times a week without counting the gym. But if we count the gym, um, we pra- I practice pretty much every day. Yeah. Even the other players on the team, we practice pretty much every day. But the thing is, is that is uh, the difference wasn't that much, but I guess the expectation was different because in your mind, you know that you're playing for, for a European title, you're not playing for a national title. So that's the big difference. So which means that the coaches were going to ask you more than maybe they could ask you on the GFL, I guess. But I mean... Practice still practice. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Practice still practice. Um, it's not it's not NFL type, but you know the 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 level the level will be different. Just that because you're gonna play against people not all around Europe, so you have to be prepared for that. And now, what was the what was your like favorite team to play against this year? Um, as far as like. Uh, competition um, and did the German teams was it different playing like the, the team from Barcelona versus the team from Poland or were they all their own challenges like uh, for me I would say they have their own challenges that was that was different um, but my favorite my favorite game to play this year uh, bro I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna say Hamburg <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna say Hamburg because 
I like so I have two I have two games that I like. I like to play against Hamburg and against Barcelona. Uh, Hamburg because that was a rivalry game. I know that that rivalry is uh, is from a long time from uh, NFL Europe. Yeah. So you know I I paid a lot of um, like every game is the same, right? But rivalry game for me I have a different taste. And I missed the first game of the season where where they won against uh, against uh, us, but that was my favorite one because the I don't know the spice of the rivalry game is just like that you know the the tension of it and I know on the on the other team they must have some cool guys off the field but when we are when we are on the field I don't care about this yeah <laughs> so. That was just that was just good because I know they had good players. So you know, playing against for me is always a challenge to go against good players. Like you have Eddie Bali, you have uh, Bombeck, uh, you have Brook, the middle linebacker. You also have their corner uh, number twenty three, uh, Rogers. Yeah. You know, I mean, on defense they have they have a lot of people. Like they even have a former teammate of mine from the national team too. So that playing against them was a real challenge because. At every position, they have at least one player who's 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 good. And Barcelona is just because Barcelona. Uh, uh, I guess it was the favorite team of uh, of the league because I don't know that were they were fun to watch first. Yeah. And uh, you know, every time that I play against uh, against uh, Spanish Spanish players, they are, I know they have uh, that intensity. So. I guess that that was good, but playing them at the on their own field in Barcelona, that was very very hard because um, I didn't expect their fan to be that wild. So that was that was fun and crazy because at the same time they hated us, but at the same time <laughs> they respect us. So yeah. that was kind of cool. So I, I kind of liked it. So yeah, that was both of my of my favorite games. Yeah, one of my uh, friends too played for Barcelona this year. Um, uh, Art- Artur Pinero, number ninety-three. He plays D-line for them. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I see, I see who it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he's a good dude too. Off the field, on the field, he's you know same. The dog mentality comes in. Yeah, that's the thing, and that's the thing that people need to understand too is that um, on the field, like we're not gonna like each other because that's football. I mean. I could play against my friend, of course. I mean, we is my friend on the field. I mean, we're just we're just battling to to win the game. That's it. Yeah. And that's the thing that I also liked about the ELF is that they let the you know that that spirit that we like. You know, when there were tension, the the referees were were making sure that it doesn't get out of line. But that was also you know we were trash talking stuff like this. And we were, they didn't mind, you know, and that, that was a good thing. And that's also part of the show and part of the sport. So that's something that I really appreciated too about, about the league. Yeah. And I think um, my question too was going to be like, where were the craziest fans? But it seems like Barcelona um, has that one for sure. But also um, like lo- looking at the oh, CFL. Wait, we, have, we have crazy fans too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We are we have mad fans. I remember against uh, when we play in Rocklow, um, yeah. 
we didn't expect to see our fans at all. But there were like maybe 20 of them or 30 of them who made, who made the, the trip. And they made sure that the Polish people heard them and it, pretty much, and it worked. So that was good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's always good when the fans travel with you because you have a little section for yourself. Yeah. And when you do something good, you can go over, you know. Um, exactly. But it's, yeah, it's good. You're saying like the, the refs and everything, let, let the boys play. I know in the CFL, like they're, they're not too strict on the celebrations and, and, you know, they, you know, that's the thing with the NFL. They call it the no fun league because you can't really yeah, ha- no have some character uh, or personality. I know there was a guy a couple years ago, O-Lyman, they scored a big touchdown in overtime or something like that on Ottawa. And he ran over to his girlfriend and took her beer and just, drank the whole beer there <laughs> no flags <laughs> you know yeah that's the thing i mean you know um celebration is also part of the game and uh football 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 games are also a big show for everybody you know players coaches fans um you know people from the staff everybody and they are we have to write to enjoy it and the fans have the right to see us enjoy it. So that's why I like the fact that every set there wasn't flag on on celebrations and stuff like this. They could have they could have been <laughs> flags, like a lot of them, but yeah. they didn't. And that's the thing that that we like too. That was that was a fucking show and everybody loves it. So who cares? <laughs> yeah. And playing under the almost NFL like rules as far as different things, you know, two feet in bounds and, and all that, was that an adjustment? And, and did it make it feel a little more like a bigger stage, like, like it was, or? Um, not really, but I felt like it would be better because now you have to be like more careful to details, I guess, for example, for the two feet in bounds, stuff yeah. like this. Uh, the fact that, when you go on the ground, if nobody touches you, you can get up and run. That's, I think that's more, that's better. I think because you know, it was easy, like when you catch the ball, if you're a defender and the, the receiver just fall into the ground, you don't have to touch him, yeah. that's it. That's different. But now you have to make sure that you touch him at least so that he doesn't get up and go uh, gain more yards. And yeah, I mean, also it was, it felt more professional in the championship game because they have the instant replay. That was, uh, that was different. And uh, I know that they say that they're going to bring this for the next season. So I guess next season will be different because there are some games, I'm not going to mention it, but there are some games that we know that some teams shouldn't have won if they were like instant replay. Yeah. So uh, I think it would be it would be better, and you know, for the fans, for the real fans, for the football fans who know football, I think they they will enjoy it more because now you cannot say that that they should have rewatched that play. I mean, if we rewatch that play, this team wouldn't have won. Like we can say that everything would be a little bit more fair. Yeah, because they'll be able to review all the close calls, especially like in tight games. Um, And, 
you know, being part of history now, like you, you mentioned earlier that like the rivalry between Hamburg and, and Gal- I mean, I remember playing Madden back in the day yeah. and you could be like the Frankfurt galaxy <laughs> and all those teams. Right. So it's, it kind of brings me back. And I, and I remember being a kid, like, what the heck are even these teams? You mm-hmm. know, I didn't even understand that there was football in Europe. Right. But um, I, I think also this will put like some more chatter in, in North America, as far as, um, football in Europe at a high level yeah. and some crossover with the, you know, pathway program and that international combine, they just had a lot of guys were over there for that. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's all good things for European football. Um, and like I said, there may be people that disagree, but I've yet yeah. to see a good argument really to say like why this league is not doing good things. I mean, you know, there's one thing that I would say to people is that, they were, in Europe, they always say that American football is missing uh, exposure. Well, the LF brings exposure. So what do you want more? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You want an exposure? Well, the LF does it. Like, even, uh, you know, Sports Illustrated have, uh, I think, the top 20 or top 10 of uh, prospect players from the league. I mean, prospect about the, about the players in the league. And uh, I mean, you know, it happened before, I think, I guess, but that's still a good thing. Like having Sports Illustrated talking about the talking about the players in the ELF, you know, that's a that's something that's kind of that's kind of cool. Like imagine if you are just imagine this, you're a 20 year old, uh, 20 year old kid and uh, like you arrived in the ELF and you see that you say, oh, that's kind of good. Like, you know, there is. There's some things to work out. And again, like when I think about the LF, most of the time I think about the younger kids, like the kids that don't have the chance maybe to go in the US or Canada because they don't have enough money, but they could play in the LF, win, uh, win, uh, win some, I'm not going to say great money, but could win good money if they're making good, if they're doing good, you know, and living somewhere for six months, then after you go back, but you still got, you're still going to be able like to have some tapes to send to coaches, or if you're doing very, very good, maybe having a chance to go to the NFL international pathway, you know? So yeah. And there's and so many things that you need to see. Like, you're around great coaches, you know, so you're getting the top like quality coaching in Europe. And my cousin just started football this year A long, long distant cousin I met when yeah. I came my, cause my grandma's from Denmark and I got him involved with our team and, you know, he's, it was loving the ELF this year and young guy plays O-line and is excited. Cause he's like, you know, maybe I can put up good tape over the next few years. I'm still young enough. I get to travel and football exactly. can take me somewhere around Europe. And, you know, and that's, that's a good goal to have, you know? Yeah. And I think people miss the big, the big picture of all of this, you know, it's just, that it's not about the the expect the the players who have been established already in the in Europe is all about the kids behind because then again we were complaining about losing kids to Canada or USA but now you can have a chance to I mean they could still go if they want to actually even the year left is still here but they could come back and play here and that would still be good for the Europe for the football in Europe because 
they're gonna bring some they're gonna bring uh, more level to the game as well you know and um yeah and back know, to their home clubs you know they spend a few years exactly back to their home club exactly like you play six months maybe in the lf you want to go back to the to your home club or else there there is so many good points about the league that people just don't see it but then again i understand their point of view but at the end of the day we have to move forward and uh, and get football better in europe because like nobody proposed this something that exposed then uh, then uh, then the elf except the 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 nfl europe yeah and nfl europe was managed by americans for americans you know that's a big difference <laughs> yeah these guys know what europe needs and how europe like that's the biggest and i think even for coaches when they first come over here just the culture change of yeah well practice is going on and and uh, yannick has his grandmother's birthday so he won't be at the game or this practice so it's like yeah you know and and in the in the states we don't have that that same mentality but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing like family's important here but that mm. i guess the point i'm making is the culture shock of the european way and fitting that yeah. in and having people europeans in charge of this league makes sense for the mm -hmm. longevity of it um um and yeah like you said the kids uh and also for for coaches that are trying to work their way up there's a new goal for for coaching at the highest level in europe right yeah exactly. then you have an opportunity that that's exactly a good point too like for coaches if you did it get the chance maybe to go or, or elsewhere where you have another platform where you could coach and meet some other coaches who could help you go to the next level as well. Like there's so many things good about it that, I mean, you know, regardless, not everybody will be happy about it. You know, it's, it's rare to see something new coming or having something and everybody, the majority are loving it. You're always gonna have a part of people who would not like something, you know, and you cannot change that. Yeah, that's something that you cannot change. So people would not like it still, but right now the league is developing in a good way. So we'll see. That's true, and um, yeah, like something I'd like to see maybe the teams hopefully do is for training camp, like in the NFL and in the CFL, they bring in like guest coaches. So it'd be cool yeah. if the ELF during their training phase could bring in like guest coaches from teams around Europe that, that want to be there and, and see how like that high level operates. Um, I think and that I would think be really that, cool. I think they did that last year though. Okay. Like, uh, some, team, some teams called out, um, not called out, but uh, say, uh, said that if coaches wanted to come during their training camp, they're welcome to. I think that uh, Barcelona who did that if I'm not mistaken. And uh, that's it. I think only Barcelona did it in my mind, from what I remember. So yeah, I mean, that's a, uh, that's a, uh, man, the league is just, it's just good. It's just yeah. good to see that people liked it. It's good that to see um, that people enjoyed watch, watch the game, especially the the fight, the, the championship game, you know, um, it's good. It's good to see that. Yeah. And, and also on the coaches too, there's a diversity of coaches as far as nationalities 
you know, there's German coaches, there's Canadian, there was Canadian coaches in the league. There was Americans. So that good mix as well. And, you know, ideally I would like to see it eventually be all European coaches, even though that kind of makes me not have a job anymore. Uh, (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like that's, that's where it should get to. I mean, yeah, that's where it should get to. But at the same time, it's also good to see that, um, you know, having a staff, coaching staff who is mixed up with Americans, uh, German, uh, Spanish in some teams. But if you watch closely, most of the team have local coaches, pretty much, pretty much. Like, I think maybe there was maybe one team who didn't have one. I'm not sure, but if you see, they pretty much have local coaches and that's a good thing. That shows that even though we have European coaches, as much people think that some European coaches are not that good, some of them still make a good work. So yeah, that, mean, that means that mean, that is good. That which means that we're going in the right direction. So instead of try, trying to bring these things down, it's better like to find a solution. So if people want to be the part of the solution good if you don't want to be part of the solution or you can go the other way it's still good (laughs) yeah fair enough bye okay so just to close this off give me your uh your your favorite moment from this season and uh i mean the championship for sure maybe something about that game i don't know but let's let's hear it oh my my favorite moment of the season uh, I mean, yeah, I guess the, if I'm talking about personally, I think I would say, I'm, I'm going to say my touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that might sound selfish, but I'm going to say my touchdown. Uh, just because I remember I missed the, my first catch, my first, uh, my first reception. That was a big drop at the beginning of the game. But in my mind, I was just like, now I saw the reaction of the other team and uh, I, and uh, you know, nobody talked to me because they, they knew, but in my mind, I just kept that, okay, championship game. After I made my first drop and I was like, the next one's going to be a touchdown. And uh, the next one, fourth quarter, uh, scored and bring the team back to a to a one possession game that that for me meant a lot because I just wanted you know I just wanted to people to to understand that I could I mean I could have dropped that ball I didn't have amazing stats like on the paper but don't count me out and uh yeah that would say and then after that the big celebration with the team yeah so because like we came people don't know the the work that we put in especially uh, us the offense because uh, me arriving late um be, being able to for the uh, being for the OC being able to uh, to uh, put people on the, on not on the spotlight but put us forward that was kind of hard, but at the moment that we start clicking, that that was different, and 
I guess uh, that was, uh, if I take the touchdown out, I guess that would be one of my favorite moments. So which means that we started clicking together at the second game against uh, Hamburg. So the one that we played at home, that was one of the favorite moments because that was the real face of our team. And after that, we just kept working hard and it paid off. Yeah, that's sort of like the aha moment. Like, yeah. Ah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Exactly. It's like okay, everybody's clicking now. Ah, here we go. So that was uh, that was very good. Awesome, man. Well, you know, I love watching you play, and I'm excited to see you play wherever you're at next year. And uh, thanks for coming on and get, having a chat for the first Thank episode of the new season. Yeah. So there we go. Thank you. I appreciated that yeah. too for the support and everything. Yeah. Take care, brother. Take care too.